Ah, there's nothing like a good old rhubarb on TV. I'm sure that's just so unscripted, aren't you? GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page, which I've actually been doing for the last hour. If I were to actually, there you go. Let's put that back in there and then we'll push that button. And now everything's working. That's pretty good stuff. Gavin Newsom, let, let, let me set the stage for you. I have tried to become a man of peace, okay? And every time I see Gavin Newsom up there and he starts to open his mouth, I am seized with this primitive desire to punch him dead center of his face and see what happens to that brill cream-laden hair. Does it, like, fly up in the air? Would that? What kind of an isolation shot would be, that be if I were filming that in 4K and I... I isolated that shot where I hit him right dead. Because dude is an evil guy. And sometimes evil has to be dealt with. But see, the kind of evil that Gavin Newsom is, it's all about tyranny. You saw him playing basketball when he was in China. You know? He's playing with a bunch of kids that are hip high. He's going to show his metal arc lemon curly kneel uh, dribbling technique. He spins around, hits a Chinese kid. Chinese kid takes him down. I mean, he just falls over him. He can't even keep his feet when he runs into a child. So this is all about perception, and this, this is all about the idea that he's actually in charge. He got out there, and he, he was making hay out of the fact that he took a beautiful state, which was known for the craziest culture, the most diverse culture known to man. You know, like when he was in San Francisco, right? There used to be music festivals down there and theater and museums and a Whole Foods and, and places to shop. No more. It's too dangerous to do that now. During the lockdown, while everybody else had to mask up and be locked down, he was at the French dry cleaners, whatever that was, wear no mask and having dinner. California is ranked 38th for pre-K-12 education. Florida is ranked number one. They tried to recall him. But a lot of people think he cheated to defeat the recall, but whatever it is, it happened in California. And what happens in California? Well, it used to be as California goes, so does the rest of the country. Thankfully, right now, what happens in California stays in California. Nobody in California thinks he's done a good job. Right now in San Francisco, it's, uh, you know, when you, you know, when you land there, if you were to go there, like if I were to go there, it'd be to ride a bike on the streets, except I wouldn't go there now to do it because my bike would be punctured by syringes and I'd be throwing excrement up over up the back wheel, be throwing it up and it'd be landing on my head. So no, there's nothing romantic about any of this. Police can do nothing in, in California because they're not allowed. You got hundreds of businesses that are, have moved out. And he knows about this. When he was lieutenant governor, it used to be his job to go visit California businesses. He had to make one trip to Texas a lot of times. Now, he did clean it up when Xi Jinping showed up. He took the homeless and shoved them under the underpasses, or the overpasses, whatever they are. And, uh, you know, then he put up a bunch of Chinese signs and Xi was out here. Ah, oh, very, very nice, very nice. So, everything he was saying about California and continues to say to this day is a lie. And everything that he said about Florida as he attempted to slime DeSantis is a lie. And there is one big difference, I think, between 
Newsom and DeSantis. One day, might not be this time, but one day we're going to say, we're all going to be saying President DeSantis. If this isn't his time, he will see his time. This guy's just that good. So, I don't think we'll ever see a President Newsom. What, what is he going to run on? What is he going? How does he go and sell what he's done to California to the rest of the country? How does that work? You got the gas prices that are highest in the country. In the elementary and middle schools, you can go there and you can go into the schools and you can find stuff that you used to have to ask for special when you were at the magazine stand. You know, that kind of pornography. He's owned by the teachers union. He says that there's books banned in Florida. That's a lie. There's all kinds of blitz transients laying around in the streets. Some of them are aggressive. Some of them are just bent over, knocked out, you know. The land of the walking dead. And, you know, he pushes that whole thing about green energy. And green energy is only meant to do one thing. It's not meant to save the earth. It's meant to control how you live, travel, eat, and work. And half of the EV charging stations in the state of California don't work. Then he got out there and he decided to defend the Biden administration and pick any topic, any policy they're pushing. I don't care what it is. Uh, defending them is, it, it's a fool's errand. We've got 8 to 12 million illegal aliens from countries all over the world, most of whom are military-age men. Which a lot of us are walking, a lot of us, a lot of us are walking around completely oblivious to what that means. And if you're not aware of what that means, and if you're not just making a few minor changes to be, you know, you know, be aware of this, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what's going to happen to you or what might happen to you. We've got thousands from China. We've got thousands from Muslim nations that are Sharia supremacists that have crossed into America. And they get when they get here. I mean, I wish this had been the way when, this way when I got out of the army. I, they they're given phones, money, and shelter, and it cost us four hundred fifty-one billion dollars. And that's that's the way it is, as they as Walter Cronkite would have said. That's the way it is with the Biden administration that Newsom is celebrating. Hamas only came up enough for Newsom to pander admit that Hamas is a terrorist organization. But it's a safe bet that, like Biden, he speaks with a forked ton and would happily stab Israel in the back behind the scenes. That's what Biden and Blinken are doing. But it also it, it was also instructional because the Hamas attack exposed a ugly part of America that we have we financed. We financed. All of these young idiots that are out there chanting from the river to the sea, they don't know what that means. They don't even know what that would look like. And then, with all of that out there, with all of them out there, Newsom accused DeSantis of anti-Semitism. <laughs> the governor of the largest state with the largest Jewish population outside of New York and they all moved there for a variety of reasons. And uh, that's, that's one of those stupid things. I mean, it's just stupid. Now, Tucker Carlson, 
got out there and said that Newsom is the single most ruthless and evil person I've ever seen in politics. And, uh, you know, dude's, dude's snarky, smarmy. I mean, there's, uh, there's nothing about him I like. He reminds me, have you ever seen one of these guys that become a pastor because they figure out, I'm going to get tax-free money, and that's their calling to, to, to religion. That, that's, how, that, that's their siren call. So then they become religious, and then they, be, they, get, they get in charge of a church. They always are wearing the brill cream. That's the giveaway. And this guy figured out how to do his grift. Without going to church, he just became a politician instead. Newsom would make Biden look like a, like a newsstand bandit. I mean, Newsom is so self-serving. He's young. He, 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 and all of that came through loud and clear. Now, DeSantis is presidential material, without a doubt. And he's a decent man. And he's a military veteran. He loves his state. He loves his country. He loves the people in his state. And Newsom only loves himself. And that's it. That's all. That's all. And knowing that, when you get out there, listen, if you're going to get out there and serve, if you're going to be of service, then you have to serve the people if you're actually going to do that and actually pull it off. And Newsom doesn't have that in him. He does not. So please, if you think, and Robert, I'm, I'm sorry, but this applies to you. If you think that Newsom won, being loud does not make you victorious. That just makes you loud. And you, and you walk away empty-handed, loud and empty-handed. It's like getting up there and puffing your chest out after you get KO'd in the ring by the quiet warrior who just, you know, knocked it all out of you. So, now, that's pretty good. On the text line, somebody's saying, uh, Newsom reminds me of Eddie Haskell. That's Leave It to Beaver. And that's, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely apt in this particular case. So, from here on out, he's Gavin Haskell. <laughs> Eddie Newsom. Okay. I'm in. I'm in on that one. Excellent call. Excellent call. When we get back, we have become immune to the stupid things the leftists do today. And that's good because being able to not care is tremendous. This is News Talk 98 WORD. GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. There's something going on right now called COP28. And COP28 is, uh, well, it's an interesting little thingy. This is where they get together and they decide what your, uh, you know, what's, what's going to be green and what isn't going to be green and all these other fun things. Now, the problem is, it's in Dubai. <laughs> and Dubai is decidedly a, uh, they are a fossil fuel nation. And things are already getting testy in Dubai. Now, 
They recently passed the COP28 presidency to the United Arab Emirates in the person of Sultan al-Jabbar. And his thank you and welcoming opening remarks threw a bit of a bomb into the gathering of climate cultists. And we get this. The president of the COP28 talks in the oil-rich United Arab Emirates said Thursday that the role of fossil fuels must be included in a deal at the UN's climate talks. It is essential that no issue is left off the table. Al-Jabbar is also the head of the UAE's National Oil and Gas Company. And uh, this, this was his opening remarks at the two-week conference in Dubai. Probably happening in Dubai because of my understanding is it's pretty nice in Dubai. You ever been to Dubai? I have not been to Dubai. No. Maybe we should go to Dubai. <laughs> I've never even been out of the country. Oh. <laughs> it, it is very, well, I mean, comparatively speaking, it's actually sort of overrated to go to some of these places. But some of them are quite nice, or they used to be. I don't know if they are now or not. Yeah. Anyway. This was quite awkward for the COP28 folks because they're too busy out there flying around their jets and eating their ribeyes, telling all the rest of us that we can't drive a car and have to eat bugs. And he was also busy denying a published BBC report that he'd used his position as the head of the gathering of Gaia's lesser angels to make sure a few big oil, de oil deals got done on the side. Because <laughs> everybody's going to be in town anyway, right? All the major powers. So, is there a problem? And then we get this. The Emirati president-designate for the upcoming uh, United Nations COP28 climate talks forcefully denied Wednesday a report alleging his nation planned to use the summit to strike oil and gas deals. He also runs the massive state-run Abu Dhabi National Oil Company, and he called the allegations from a BBC report an attempt to undermine the work of the COP28 presidency before the talks were set to begin on Thursday. They, they cited what was described as a leaked briefing document, showed the Emirates plan to discuss oil, gas, and renewable energy deals with several nations. Al-Jaber said these allegations are false, not true, incorrect, and not accurate. I promise you, never ever did I see these talking points that they refer to or that I even use such talking points in my discussions. And he, he added, so please for once respect who we are, respect what we have achieved over the years, and respect the fact that we've been clear, open, and clean, and honest, and transparent on how we want to conduct this COP process. That's the Arab version of how dare you. Not all of it's for show in any event. None of the elitists uh, tut-tutting the hands, covering their shocked face, mouths could have gotten to Dubai without those very same fossil fuels because they flew there. Nobody, nobody went there in a battery-powered boat because they'd be floating around in the middle of the ocean somewhere. Like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Typically, he's on a G550 aircraft, a type of jet that he's used before between New York and Dubai, and that will emit 52 metric tons of CO2, according to an emission calculator provided by the Paramount Business Jets. Now, we'll have to cover this another day because we have done the impossible here. Maestro and I. So, <laughs> when we get back, it's let's look at how interesting it is what we got out of this debate. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. 
So Kyle Rittenhouse, he sort of faded from the from the wayside, but Piers Morgan is a uh, <laughs> during during the time after Sandy Hook, I was uh, lock and load was actually a vehicle of gun owners of America. So when Larry Pratt went with and was interviewed twice by Piers Morgan, and after this after the first time, he would get with me and say. What should I have said in this and what should I have said in that? Which he certainly didn't need my help. Larry was the quickest of the quick. But I would just, he, he wanted a third-person perspective. He also asked his son, Eric, and a few other people. And I would give him my input on it. And uh, But, I mean, Piers Morgan is, he, he was really, he's really about, he, he's really a pro-Trump. But if it comes to gun rights or guns existing at all, he loses his collective British mind. So he got... Kyle Rittenhouse on his TV uh, his, uh, his TV interview show. And he starts out with the most asinine of questions. You've killed two human beings and wounded a third. I just wonder how that feels. Now, this is why this is a very good thing that I'm not young Kyle Rittenhouse. Because I would have looked at Piers, and I would have put a little smile on my little baby cherubic face and I would have said, Piers, I understand that you're a subject and can't possibly understand what I'm about to tell you. But when communists are bearing down on me and they're trying to kill me with a skateboard, a handgun, or take my gun from me and kill me, you know what's going to happen? I hadn't done, I didn't even know those guys existed before they attacked me. And when they attacked me, I defended myself. And if you were to ask anybody that actually teaches people to do this, they would tell you I did really, really well because I was attacked by three and I dispatched. Three. And, of course, uh, Grotzkreutz, he, he just blew off his bicep. And uh, he's being sued now by Grotzkreutz, I do believe. But anyway, were you about to say something there, Maestro? I, I see you, I see you yeah. teeing up. What are you about to say? Uh, I was just going to say uh, I would have answered him with, because I'm an American, what are you? <laughs> you know, he came over here. I, from, I don't remember from, why from, he from, left. From uh, Britain, uh, yeah. uh, Great Britain. Yes, the U.K., the United Kingdom. Yeah. Now, Morgan didn't actually want to know how he felt. He just wanted to be himself, which is obnoxious and pseudo-superior. And uh, he said, it seems to me your emotions are more about you and your trauma because your life was being threatened and that side of it rather than the question I'm asking, which is simply on a human level. How do you feel about being so young and yet having on the record for the rest of your life now that you took the lives of two people regardless of the circumstances? What a stupid question. <laughs> yeah. If somebody's coming in and trying to cave in my skull with a skateboard, dude is getting dispatched. Yeah, I'm going to defend myself. He is getting dispatched. And I mean, I, I mean, in a, I was training the other day. I was training. You saw the video. Yeah. You, you know the video of me up on one target? Mm -hmm. You know how many times I shoot that target? How many? Eight. Eight. In that short a period of time where I go, stop, and, and it's over with. Mm-hmm. This is why gunfighters never get into gunfights, though, because gunfighters avoid gunfights at all costs, uh, you know. And young Kyle, he was he was in Kenosha, which I never knew that Kenosha was an Antifa stronghold. I don't know. Oh, they just come out like cockroaches, do they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> there, are, there are, you know, today, according to the CDC, today, 8,219 Rittenhouses are going to occur today. Per day in the United States. <laughs> Three million defensive gun uses per year. 8,219. Okay. And that means that some woman's not getting raped. That means some old guy's not having his house broken into. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, 
And that and that means that people are defending themselves from criminals, sort of like Rittenhouse was. Like the first one, Rosenbaum, mm-hmm. had just gotten released. He, 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 he spent most of his adult life in prison for sexual conduct with five preteen boys. He was a pedophile. Right. And then he wanted to roll up on this kid and take his gun from him. <laughs> nah, bro. I, I'm, you know, <laughs> why, why, why would – and my, here's my question in this particular case since we're, he's trying to be so specific with this. Why is he out there being as specific about what Rittenhouse did versus the people that were trying to do it to him? Because in my worldview, if somebody comes and tries to hurt me, I, and I, I call it the turkey pot pie theory. Do you, have you ever heard me do the turkey pot pie theory? I have not. So here's the turkey pot pie theory. So most of the time at the end of the day, nobody needs to do a visual on this one. Just listen to what I'm saying. Stay with the words. I'm sitting in the middle of my living room, uh, you know, in a pair of sweats with a bunch of empty water bottles around me. And mm-hmm. I'm enjoying my turkey pot pie when suddenly somebody kicks in my door. And because I carry a gun everywhere I go, when he kicks in the door, he's now facing the barrel of my weapon. Mm -hmm. And he's interrupted. My peace. My peace and my turkey pot pie. Yeah. And if that dude takes one more step after he sees me with a weapon aimed at him, if he takes one more step, it's going to look like that video that you've seen of me shooting. Yeah. And then... After I go through all of that physiological stuff that I'm going to go through, because nobody does that and comes out like Sonny Crockett and goes, all right, put those on the slab and, you know, rolls up a, a, a non-filtered Lucky Strike and lights it up and gets in the Testarossa. I'm going to go through the – I'm going to go in the crying and the projectile vomiting, all that stuff. After I get done with that, you know what I'm doing? I'm going back to my turkey pot pot. Right. Because I wasn't bothering nobody. Yep. Now, this kid, he showed up at a he, – he did something uh, – Essentially he, without, a, without a guilty conscience. I'll – you know. Yeah. Stuff like that, that, that kind of thing, does that just vanish? Yeah. Somebody that's in combat, even to a certain degree, somebody that's in combat, it stays with them. They see it. It's one of those indelibly imprinted in your psyche kind of uh, visions that you have. But, right. uh, you know, I don't know. This, this kid showed up. I think he showed up to be a medic because he, wasn't, he didn't have on all the battle rattle. He had on a rifle. Yeah, I think. He was young, and it's not illegal for him to have a rifle. And it's not younger people than him have defended themselves with AR-15s. But um, I just find it interesting that that's what somebody like a Piers Morgan, who he goes after the transgenders exactly the way I would. Mm -hmm. He goes after uh, all of the uh, feminist stuff exactly the way I would. And then, but on the guns thing, he just cannot separate himself from the fact that he is a, he lives in a nation where. He can't even have a steak knife. They can't, they can't have steak. They, they, they have a knife ban, and you cannot be. If what? you get caught with a knife in, in, in the U.K., you're in a heap of trouble, boy. Wow. You are in a heap of trouble. So, ah, That's, that's intense. I mean, if, if I've ever used a weapon in a self-defense situation, I've pulled a gun twice as a civilian. I've pulled a gun twice as a civilian, as and as it is... In, in those days, back in those days, 99% of the time when you presented a gun, uh, the, the criminals became uh, track stars, which was what happened in both cases with me. When we get back, the Grinches were in place when New York City decided to light their Christmas tree. Yeah. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.
Veruca Salt. Thank you very much. And that's the only song I know of theirs. Anyway, that doesn't matter. You know what? The GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I just want to say that this show today has been a challenge. <laughs> it really has. And we have met this <laughs> challenge. We've handled this challenge. I've done this show from two separate locations, one hour longer <laughs> than I've had to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, now, had, we had good teamwork, though. Yeah, we, we this worked out pretty good. Maestro and I, we handled this like like it was like a cheap have a Tampa nugget. Yep. Anyway, the pro-Hamas groups have been out there disrupting all of this stuff all over the world, but this is a miracle. Miracle. Blank, yeah. <laughs> so in New York, they were going to have the big lighting of the Christmas tree in mm-hmm. Rockefeller Square, which they do. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's something that the New Yorkers, what's left of them, you know, it's the one thing they can actually look to and actually have whimsical recollections of when things were good. And um, the they had something called flood the tree lighting for Gaza. <laughs> 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 Let's go disrupt a holiday that has nothing to do with either one of these particular religious beliefs. And we'll just show them because, 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 because Gaza. And... Well, the NYPD knew about this, and the uh, the Keffy clowns, they got out there. They didn't get close to Rockefeller Plaza. They got nowhere near it. So then they had to go to Plan B, where they uh, swarmed the News Corp building a block away. And that's where the New York Post and Fox News is, which that'll, ser- that'll show you. They had to settle for the sloppy seconds on their pre-planned mission. And the Grinches that showed up despite the fact they didn't want to have a tree. I must stop Christmas from coming kind of the, the thing was uh, the tree went up. For whatever reason, Kelly Clarkson's still a thing. She was singing there. and You know, there was Kiki Palmer, Barry Manilow, and Cher. Barry Manilow. Barry really? Manilow. Still alive. Wow. I don't know how old he is. What is he, about 120? He's got to be. <laughs> I don't know what he was singing. Mandy, probably. Which probably. is supposed to be about a dog. Anyway, now, when the Grinches showed up, some of the people in very, like from Town Hall, a guy named Julio Rosas was there. And uh, the cops were, the, the cops came in there heavy. And they were fighting with the cops until the cop. Now, when the cops show up with pepper spray, this looks like a fire extinguisher, what they're using. Oh, yeah. And if you get sprayed with pepper spray with this thing, it's not going to be a, a five or six second squirt and they're out. They're, they're going to be able to hit you for about a minute and you're going to be covered. And when you're covered uh, and it's cold, then it's like, uh, have you ever seen next Friday when Day-Day gets pepper sprayed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes about, takes about 20 minutes. I've seen people minutes. get pepper sprayed in real life. They're going to have to get – one time in Europe, we had this one uh, lieutenant that was out there, and they would have these things called the simulators, which sounded like an yeah. artillery shell, but when it would pop, it would, it would throw out CS gas, which is really bad. Oh. So – we had this one guy who'd seen some movie with Mickey Rooney in it where you grab, the, you grab the grenade and you throw it. So he got up there and grabbed one of those simulators as it was going off, pulled it back, and the best, uh, he looked just like Johnny Unitas about to throw a pass. It detonated in his hand and covered him in CS. Oh, no. And then me and the sergeant got to knock him down because there was, there was hip-high snow. Yeah. And we had to douse him with water in the hip-high snow. Oh, and then we had no. to pull his clothes off of him and keep dousing him with water. And I was trying very hard to be compassionate with that. 
<laughs> I was it too busy. La- I was laughing myself to death. I was sitting there. I had this old, this E6 who'd been in Vietnam. He's like, I used to see these bunny lieutenants all the time when, I, when they'd come into the Nam, you know, when they would be boots coming into the Nam. Yeah, I've seen guys just like you. There were some of these people. Yeah. Anyway, you don't want to get out there and get, you don't want to get pepper sprayed by the cops because it just keeps on going and going and going like the. Uh, it doesn't stop burning. Like, like, the, like the bunny, like the bunny. Some of the people were yelling at some of the cops. You want to get Derek Chalvined? Would you like to have the Chris Dorner treatment? And see, if the cops were really the way they say they were, see, if somebody yells at me if I want to get Derek Chalvined or uh, Chris Dornard, and I have a nightstick, I'm going to begin to have, I'm going to begin to have visions of Bruce Lee and Enter the Dragon when he's beating everybody <laughs> with the sticks. And I might, might show up next time with two nightsticks just for when I have to face the Antifa and the pro-Hamas. And, of course, they brought the swastikas, plenty of swastikas on hand because you can't be anti-Semitic without a few swastikas. Really? Despite all of this, though, the anti-Christmas, anti-Semitic Grinches got they 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 got their clocks cleaned. So Antifa brought brought the swastikas. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So somebody did. I don't know. They they didn't get out there and say, "All right, we're the Antifa crowd." This it is wasn't the same like in mystery man. people that used to down Trump supporters for being the Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. Wow. Listen, don't be injecting <laughs> any sort of logic into this. The, the, what they do is completely illogical. You try to do this, that is the path that has no end. That's blows my mind. It, 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 wow. And here we are trying to have. We're trying. And, and guess who this guess who this reflects on? This is the left. This is the monster the left has created. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that. Enjoy that, Gavin Newsom. By the way, I have gotten you a lifetime supply of Brill, Brill cream, brother. So anyway, I'll be talking to you guys uh, next week. You are listening to News Talk 98.9 WORD.